Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright. How to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright. This is a special episode, social flow episode about meeting your soulmate. And I will point out quickly that I am not a matchmaker or have any special skills in that department. What I do have is my soulmate. Yay! I have uh, Elena, my soulmate, my best friend. And um, we've been together coming up on 15 years of marriage here. So that puts us at, I think, 19 years together, 18 years together, 19 years together. And so I just wanted to share some things that helped me. And maybe they can help you if you're into that or maybe you already have that and you're just looking for, maybe you're just bored and you're just listening to this episode. Okay, that's okay too. So... Um, I'll point out that I did not start dating until I was probably 18, I think, maybe 17, which I think is a lot later than a lot of people, and that was largely probably due to a few things. One, I was terrified of girls. Two, um that probably was not made any easier or probably was partly to blame on uh, my religious upbringing. My mom was Jehovah's Witness, and with that religious belief system, you don't date until you're ready to get married. Because dating leads to premarital sex, which is a big no-no, and so you don't do it. And um, there's other crazy, strong restrictions in that belief system. And so, uh, yeah, I think that was, I mean, before I reached teenage years, for me, I, I did have a lot of friends that were girls. So I was okay up until a certain point where I think then it started, I think the programming really started, ah, who knows? I don't want to blame blame people and put that on you know it but at the same time that was a real thing and it really did affect me and so I didn't really develop a lot of those kind of skills until later and some could argue that I never really developed those skills at all so when I did start dating I um, realized pretty early that one I sucked at it two uh, I got dumped a lot <laughs> with the girls that I dated because I did I had all sorts of really incorrect misconceptions and um 
guess I might as well share them with you since we're here on the topic. Okay, so um, in yeah, so I I somehow just kind of got ideas about like girls, women, girls back then. Um, yeah, just a bunch of uh, just thinking that like guys wanted things that girls didn't, right? Like us guys as natural guys want sex and to objectify women and um all these horrible things and women don't want that. They want love and romance and, you know, to be put on a pedestal and this and that. And um so that's kind of I think a, a framework that had developed for me in my mind. And then when I actually started dating girls, um it did not work at all. I did not try to put any moves on anybody. I did not have any of those kind of skills. And I would get dumped because these girls wanted to, you know, to make out and do things that is a pretty normal human thing, but that I did not have a context for, if that makes sense. And, um, so yeah, so it's just really confusing, <laughs> super confusing for me for for a number of years. And uh, anyway, eventually, you know, I got really hip to affirmations and the law of attraction. I was already aware of the law of attraction, but uh, as I got older and more in tune with it and how to use it specifically with goal setting and visualization and all that, I realized that hey I could do this for to find my life partner, find my soulmate, right? That was kind of the uh realization. So I was dating a couple girls, um who yeah, I just had kind of like a string of not so good experiences, but of course these experiences were important for me to realize what I don't want, right? And that's a kind of a positive spin on the whole thing. Like, hey, if you've had any kind of challenges with um with your relationships in the past, then that's great. Why? Because now you know what you don't want, right? Put that on your do not want list. Put it on your will not settle for list. And that's important to have too because it's not just about what we want. It's what things are deal breakers. And so I would encourage you to uh, consider doing a Benjamin Franklin um, pros and cons type list, right? You would take a piece of paper. You put a line down the middle on the left-hand side. You put, like, the good things that you do want, and on the right-hand side, you put the bad things that you don't want or, like, that are deal-breakers, and, um, you know, it, they don't all have to be deal-breakers. You could just write things you don't like, and then uh, later, once you've kind of done a brain dump and got everything out on a paper, uh, you know, brainstorming session, then you can prioritize those. Like, which of these could you deal with if you had to? Which of these would you absolutely not deal with? And it's a pretty simple exercise on the surface, I think. But as you dig into it, it does get a little bit maybe more challenging as you get in depth, right? Because on the surface level, it's like, well, I want somebody who makes me laugh. Somebody's got a good sense of humor. Well, I think most people want that. But what does that mean to you? What is a good sense? What kind of humor do you have? Do you like super clean and like light humor? Do you like dark and sadistic humor? What's your What's your sense of humor, right? So get clear, write that out. Um, what do you like to do for fun? Do you like to go to the movies or do you like to go mountain climbing? Maybe you like to do both. 
maybe, you know, if you can write these things out and put them on paper and maybe even make pictures, get pictures, uh, do like a vision board of it, that could really help. So um, this is what I personally did. I know other people that have done it and had great success with it. So it's, you know, the list. Here's the qualities that I want. Boom, 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 boom. Here's the qualities that I do not want. And then uh, finding that person that fits as closely as possible. And, of course, not always everything is going to be perfect. There's still going to be challenges or things that you're maybe not fond of, but that you could deal with, right? And it goes both ways. So that's kind of the simple short version of it is make a list. And um, But don't, I think, don't get stuck in the trap of um, thinking that it's like the end-all be-all in a sense, right? Like it's really important, I feel like, but it's also, you got to have some flexibility in there, right? Like I said, it's not like hard and fast, like, okay. Uh, but but at the same time, it is important to see those things that are the deal breakers, I think. So, for example, um, you really want to travel the world, and that's like on your bucket list, and that's your super important, most important thing to do. And then you meet someone, and you totally love them, and they're awesome, but they never want to travel. Okay, great. Well, maybe they're okay with letting you travel with letting you travel while they stay home and maybe you do that for periods of time and it's okay and that's your relationship um when i met elena she was a world traveler she traveled all over the world her and her mom and uh, i am not a world traveler i've only been to a few places and i'm not particularly that fond of traveling to be honest for the most part it's kind of fun but it's kind of stressful too and so um but i was okay with like her going out you know week a uh, couple weeks out of the year and going and traveling the world with her mom. So that was okay for us. It wasn't a deal breaker, right? But if um, if somebody else was saying like, hey, no, you, you we got to spend all the time together and uh, I don't travel and so you can't either, that would be something maybe you could deal with in the short term, right? Maybe be like, well, I guess I don't really want to travel that bad because I met this person and they're really awesome. But this is where I think it gets a little bit challenging is with the give and takes. What is, you know, are you going to be regretful or are you going to uh, be, um, what's the word? Hold it against that person, right? Be resentful of, uh, of them not letting you travel when that was your passion and dream. So kind of trying to look down the the line, right? Look into the future. Look at how certain things that this other person does or their their pros and cons list, right? And, and look for the overlap and the synergy. Okay, yeah, boom, we're both big into this church. Great. Okay, that's awesome. Both We both don't like to go out. Okay, great. You know, we both want kids. Okay, perfect. Um, you know, when you get into some of the bigger things like kids, right? Oh, well, they the other person really wants kids. I really don't. Okay, well, that could be a deal breaker, right? Because you only get so much time, biological time, to be able to do that. And then at a certain point, um, you know, it's kind of too late, at least for the uh, for that method, right? If you're, or, or adopting, 
you're open to adopting is the other person. These are things that I feel that are important to figure out beforehand, the big life decisions. And once you get kind of the big ones lined up and um, on the same page, you know, you find that synergy. It's like, okay, yeah, could we spend the next, the rest of our lives together with the focused on these same few um, priorities and then everything else is kind of less of a priority. Should we just deal with it, right? The core values is another way you could put that, right? Do we share similar core values, similar core morals? And if so, is it the ones that are most important to each of us that we can uh, say, yes, this is going to work? That's my two cents, friends. Try not to be preachy about it, and it maybe was, but that's just what worked for me, and so I hope it works for you. The Law of Attraction list, get clear about it, write it out, what do you want, and then uh, have that list for the things you don't want just to check against. Spend more time focusing on the things you want, of course, and Law of Attraction style, right? We focus on what we want, and uh, that's important. I guess I should really point that out. For attracting things, we focus on what we do want. The list of what we don't want or the deal breakers is really more just, um, we don't want to put too much time or focus on that once we've written it out. Those are just like our red flags that we want to be aware of when we're out, out and about. Yeah, I think that's good. All right, cool. So uh, hopefully that helps. And um you meet that Mr. or Mrs. or that person that's the special right person in your life and live happily ever after. That sounds good. Right off into the sunset together. And until next time, my friend, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.